When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is October 6th, 2023. It's the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn, joined by NYC Demon Diva Issa and Flobo Boys hanging out with us tonight. I don't know which way to point for Flobo because yeah. the screens I'm are all screwed confused. up. <laughs> I was like, Flobo, and then I was posting the wrong way. <laughs> uh, tonight, SmackDown. Tomorrow night, Fast Lane. But forget all that. The real news everybody's talking about is Tuesday. Biggest NXT ever? Question mark. No Let's exclamation point. Go WrestleMania <laughs> Tuesday, baby. Yeah. Cody Rhodes, Oscar, John Cena, The Undertaker, The Gong. We don't, we don't, we don't have that confirmed. We just heard a gong. <laughs> yeah. Well, what else is going to be? This Bojack matches every twenty minutes. Scotty Too Hotty, the what? ghost of Paul Bearer. Eddie Guerrero. He's gonna be a dumb. He's gonna be a dumb in corner. Dude, if Eddie Guerrero shows up, man, I'm like wrestling is awesome. Okay, they brought him back. Like, they brought him back. Pretty much CGI re- like they did with Tupac at that concert, you know. <laughs> the reveal of who threw the pie at Kevin Owens on that Fourth of July food no, fight. No, <laughs> and, and I, I heard Beyonce is gonna like open with the national anthem. She's gonna be there singing the anthem. It's gonna be a great show. Uh, shout out to can I say Jeffrey Sullivan in the chat. He's saying close to a million. I mean, they got a million when Becky Lynch was on NXT by herself. It has to be one point five. Anything else would be a failure. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But so. imagine, hear me out. Imagine if AW beats them. <laughs> like we'll never hear the end of it. You realize that, right? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that if, if they don't win, you're not going to hear anything about ratings. But if AEW does win, they're like, oh, we, we beat John Cena. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be insane. I mean, but is AEW even trying to counter? I'm excited for Swerve and Brian. They have a number one contender match. I believe it's for the TNT championship. I'm, 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 I might be wrong here, but they do have a number one contender match. It's title Tuesday, they're calling it. So I'm assuming some titles will be on the line. But because there's so many titles in AEW, I, I proceed with care because it could be titles that we don't really you know, care about. Well, you can't say it's false advertising if titles are on the line. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, he could just put a bunch of titles that we don't even remember are part of the show and still call it Title Tuesday. <laughs> no. But NXT is going to be huge. We're finally going to find out what was in Shane McMahon's envelope. Oh, my oh, God. Man. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be huge. Say remember one, that story? Two. Oh, no, that ended up being Eric Rowan. That story where somebody was attempting to kill Roman Reigns backstage every week. We're going to find out who he really was. Like, oh, it's gonna yeah. be- <laughs> that was cool. uh, I think three titles were on the line uh, on Tuesday. The Women's World Championship, the International, and the TNT Championship. Mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know what, though? With both of those going on in the coverage, I'm glad that I'm off Tuesday night because uh, 
We're gonna have to. We're gonna. It's gonna get. It, I. I already have PTSD from when both shows were on on Wednesday. Oh my god! I had to watch on two devices and like. I always found it interesting to see which screen will keep your attention. Like, what screen are you watching more? You know. But that one, this one's gonna be tough to like try to cover both shows. Honestly. Let me let me tell you all story about when uh, the previous owner of this site, who now you know spends uh, what you could buy a, a, a low end economy car for on Taylor Swift tickets. Wow. Uh, used to uh, pay us the same amount that we get per podcast to watch two wrestling shows and to do a podcast where we had to cover both wrestling shows on Wednesday nights. Wow. It was miserable. It was the worst podcast. I've been doing this set over seven years now. It is the most miserable I've ever been in the history of doing this podcast. I get those Tell us how somehow. you really feel, Glenn. It was, I'm going to, you know, I'm doing a podcast with Raj on Sunday for Gigantic Pop. Like, uh, I was in Colorado. I forgot about this. Next time I see Raj Giri, I'm kicking him in the nuts uh, for for this. Because that that was really miserable. And I know you might say, oh, it's a privilege to get to paid to talk about this and watch wrestling. It's like twice as much work, bro. And everyone was always unhappy. Everyone, like, everyone was always miserable. It was either like, why are you covering AEW first? Now you're rushing through NXT. Why are you covering NXT first? Now you're rushing through AEW. We want you to go painstaking detail by detail and discuss every bead of sweat on Adam Cole's body because he was on NXT at the time and uh, talk about this and give equal to an hour to each and a pro and a con and dissect. It was awful. It was the worst podcasting experience I've ever had. Well, get ready to do that Tuesday or at least one of us. I know. Maybe. I'm off. I'm off, bro. <laughs> Oh, you saw it coming, basically. You saw it coming. You're like, I'm I didn't even see it coming. This is luck of the draw. Just just tell people you're an insider on both promotions. I mean, that proves Oh, it's it. true. That's you're- good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my heart goes out to whoever has to do that this Tuesday. It's going to be awesome. Maybe I'll watch NXT. I was off this past Tuesday. I watched NXT. Too. This is how much I love NXT. I didn't have to cover it. I wasn't doing the podcast. I wasn't feeling well. I still said, you know what? I'm going to put on NXT. I want to see what's up. Well, wow, you're um, still committed. Yeah, I, I think I'm on Tuesday, to be honest with you. Hey, what's going on, Julian? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm on Tuesday, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyhow, so, 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 so. Uh, CM Punk, the story that never ends. Wrestling Inc. has the latest news. Recapping what D- Dave Meltzer suggested with the timeline, the rumors, the talent saying... We don't expect it to happen, but you never know. You better not pull any of that shit backstage here because he will get checked. Um, but people still think Survivor Series, right? It's in Chicago. You have to. You have to. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't save him for anything else but that. That's the way to debut him. You're going to get the reaction that you want. You're going to get the buzz that you want. I, I mean, CM Punk coming back to WWE is going to be buzzworthy, but... You have to do it in Chicago. That's just my opinion. Bobo, is the is the pop louder than it was on AEW? Um, it'd be hard to say. I think it would be if everything was equal. But one of the things that AEW has done to its credit or detriment is run Chicago so many times that I'm not even sure if people are going to be all about punk. They may have seen him so often. It's like, oh, okay, he's on this thing now. Um, but I will say this, and I know people are saying he's done, sign him now, give him the strap, all that stuff. You have to keep him advisory or on the side. Shows up, maybe does a little match here. Do not give him the edge treatment. If you do that, then you're wasting your time and money. Mm. 
The Edge treatment. Elaborate. Please. Oh, yes, please. So Edge comes back with a giant pop and somehow forced himself into the greatest wrestling match ever, a, a WrestleMania main event, tells people I'm going to retire next year, and then gets mad when he, he gets, like, phased out. Don't do that. <laughs> you bring Punk in, you give him X amount of matches, four, five, six, or whatever, get him out of there, everyone's happy. But he's not going to be... He's, I mean, he's not going to be the champion in WWE. I mean, Seth Rollins, maybe but he ain't taking that in Roman. He ain't getting a, that title. Something so it's a championship is that you don't want to make sure if you sign Punk, he has to be an attraction. You can't make him an every month guy. You can't make him an 8.05 p.m. guy like how he was in Dynamite. Hmm. Is he going to be able to do one match without getting injured? Oof. <laughs> maybe that's his plan. Oh, maybe. Okay, get this. Maybe this is like sort of that. Uh, you know, uh, that uh, sort of slipping Jimmy action. Ooh, he was also from Chicago. Think about this a second. Right. Maybe that's uh, that's his plan. He's like, I'm going to get signed by WWE in the backstage. Whoops, slipped on some water. Workman's comp claim. Wow. I'm on injury. Got to pay out my contract. The contract you know? worker. I mean, workman's comp has limited <laughs> reach. No, maybe he gets that in there, though, where it's like, this is pay or play. <laughs> Even if I'm injured, you well, give me full downside. You know? If I'm WWE, I also get something in there about injuries because we, if we, there's something we learn about his time in AEW is that he's very injury prone right now. Mm -hmm. The man's fragile, like an egg. You don't want to crack him, you know? Oh, like, like Edge, yeah. No, like an egg. <laughs> Nothing like Edge. But also no. like Edge. But, <laughs> of edge. edge. Edge is in AW now. He's going to wrestle Luchasaurus. Talk about getting the all-star treatment. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't pop a bigger rating on Wednesday night. Oh, You're come surprised? On. The direct TV numbers were down, Glenn, please. <laughs> no, yeah. Look, I thought his return at the end of Wrestle Dream, like legitimately was handled so well. It was so exciting. Crowd losing their shit. Everyone was so happy. He, he said all the right things after the show about what he wants to do. And maybe maybe there wasn't enough of a gap. Maybe there wasn't enough time because for people to miss him. he was him. just going to make a statement. And the people that watch AEW is a very hardcore niche audience that already heard what he had to say. Um, I think that allowing, like, announcing his first match against Luchasaurus is not exciting. I do think, and this is a positive, I do think that if you give them time to cook, Edge and Christian can make must-watch television in AEW if you just give them the time, let them build this feud uh, with a payoff at the pay-per-view, like maybe full gear. We have like two months almost worth of promos that they can do back and forward, but Edge and Luchasaurus is not something that I would say I gotta tune in for that. Now, pardon me, Adam Copeland now. Oh yeah, I, I call him the threshold. I asked Chad GPT to give me other words for Edge, and threshold was my favorite. So in my channel, we call him the threshold. I didn't watch Wednesday. I've not been feeling well this week. But did anybody? Okay? I'm, I'm okay. Did but did Adam or uh, Christian Cage? Did anyone make a play on words and say I, uh, I feel over the edge right now? Uh, oh my God, Kenny Omega! Kenny Omega! Okay. They finally met for the first time backstage, and Kenny Omega said, "Your return had me at the edge of my seat," which <laughs> popped me a little bit. But Christian Cage had the best uh, play of words when he told him to go f himself. That was great. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyhow, uh, fast lane tomorrow night. I forgot fast lane was tomorrow night. Can't wait. Really? That was sarcasm, but okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think, I think I think Shinsuke and Seth are gonna put on. It's a gonna paper. be amazing. Yeah. Uh, but the card is not. You, the the problem is that I can't tell you about PLE from WWE this year. 
Yeah, so while true. I'm going in with low expectations, they delivered every single time. So we'll see what they do here. But we only have five matches in the card. Disappointed that we are Ripley's not in the card. Um, again, you know, like there's a couple of things. John Cena and LA Knight being DFS mm. make no sense. There's there's quite a couple of things. But we'll get into tonight because there's a few things that do excite yeah. me for Fastlane. You know, there have been uh, a few things this year where I was like, oh, I'll just turn it on and I end up watching the whole thing. Like if this is one of those yeah. sub three hour pay-per-views, it could be incredible. It's gonna be short. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying both. I feel I, like the the PLEs at the beginning were so strong I and mean, so unique, and these are and payback too weren't bad. It was kind of like I'm at home on a Saturday, let me flip it on. But it doesn't feel like must see. Now that said, I thought the go home segment was great. We'll get to that. But yeah, going into this one, I'm kind of like, okay, what's the next pay per view or what's next? PLE? It was great for everybody, unless your name is JD McDonough. <laughs> Someone's gotta do it. Same as was all tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So we opened the show SmackDown tonight, hearing from LA Knight. Who, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and I mean, he got like three words into it before he was confronted by Paul Heyman with Jimmy Uso and Sol Sokoa. Good. Well, yeah. Flobo, what'd you think of the segment? The thing about LA Knight, man, I'm not sure if the if the the time he was turned away due to the the, the alleged COVID thing slowed him down a bit. Uh, the problem I have last week is building up. You have this guy who's hot. You're putting him with uh, John Cena, who's the legend John Cena, but we're still with this fractured bloodline thing. Roman Reigns hasn't been on TV in a month. Not really sure what he's doing. Uh, he's going to be back here next week, so it's kind of hard to feel. He's resting, Flobo. He's, he's resting. Yeah, he's getting he's getting the uh, the light treatment. He's hanging out, <laughs> just hang out in the sun. But it's it's hard to understand the stakes. You know they have a match. You know LA Knight is due. You know John Cena's back. But with Roman not there, telling us what he's doing for the Bloodline every that for the next past month, it does feel like okay, this is like a B quest, a side quest for LA Knight. Hmm. Uh, was this the first time he pulled out the receipt and said the? I have a receipt, but I don't buy anything you just I didn't buy anything you just said. That was that was really good. As LA Knight, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That was solid. He's great. This, but here's the other thing. This is where WWE steps on their own dick all the time. Ow. <laughs> like, okay, so we've got this match with uh the bloodline and LA Knight and Cena, but then they're giving us the seeds of conflict. For Survivor Series match against Judgment Day and the Bloodline. Mm -hmm. So LA Knight, hello over, John Cena, perennial favorite. But I mean, let's get to the fireworks factory. I want to see the Bloodline versus Judgment Day. This tomorrow just feels like a house show match. It's gonna probably be a war games for Survivor Series. Yeah, I know. I know. Ah, humbug. Um, it was good to have them tonight they have to start building that story but yeah it just felt like you know you're showing me something way more interesting um so and also what's roman reigns can we like can we at least get him skyping in from the beach somewhere no, he's busy resting that's what i'm saying you're the trail chief of what <laughs> like what are you are you in an empty house by yourself do you use a used car dealership are you an astronaut can someone help me out here and tell me roman reigns does wouldn't that be amazing if he's like, when I'm not with WWE, I work a second job. I just, come on. Why is he so I busy? go to an office every day. I work, I work in IT. It's my passion. And I wrestle, you know, now and again. Oh, my God. 
That would be amazing. I want to see. I want to see Roman Reigns. There should be like a, a, a fake like WWE like uh, what was it diary or the thing they were doing for a while. Remember? Yeah. Like they should have one Roman Reigns like in kayfabe of what he's doing when he's not there. Short sleeve button down, brown tie on a computer. And Paul Heyman keeps calling him, and he just looks at it and he's like, "I can't talk right now. I'm at work." <laughs> yeah, travel chief. Like <laughs> my dad. I pay the light bill. I'm your dad. Okay. He's dad, 8 p.m. I'm working the second shift. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, oh, maybe he's got like another family when he goes home too. That's like a secret <laughs> life. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, they can really get deep with this. This would be yeah. really good. But yeah, I want to know what's going on with Roman. It's it's too weird. You'll find out like... next week. Okay. We'll find out next week. I better. Um, he doesn't owe you or you or anybody any explanation. He does. Make sure that you know he doesn't. He doesn't owe anybody weeks. anything. Jesus, it's been five weeks. The guy with the championship is nowhere to be found. And he's still doing his job. It's good that you can cancel five. He doesn't owe you an explanation. Back in my day, I'm like an old man. Thirty days you had to defend your title unless you got unless you lost it. Where the heck is Roman? <sighs> he's defending it in places that we don't know about. But he's not going to, yeah, he's not going to show up a fast lane. It's not going to be like Judgment Day interferes in the main event and then Roman makes the save. Like, that would be a waste of the Roman return. Yes, it would. Um, Issa, do you think about the Roman Empire more frequently than the average man does? I think about Roman Reigns more frequently than anybody does, but not the Empire or the Bloodline. I think the Bloodline is done. Really? I don't trust anybody. Nobody. I don't even trust Paul Heyman after that BS he pulled tonight. I think Roman just needs to go solo. No pun intended. Mm. Uh, Damian Priest uh, questioned why JD McDonough was there with the Judgment Day tonight when they rolled. Same. Up. Same. After tonight, I feel like JD should be like, you know what? It's not worth it trying to join the Judgment Day. Give me back that briefcase I designed for you. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> That's petty. Yeah. Petty. <laughs> well, you know, we're in the petty era right now, so it will be fitting. <laughs> JD is like the bad version of Sami Zayn trying to join the bloodline. Oh, you're you're right, but at least Sami Zayn eventually started getting. You know. No, I know, but JD is like he's like the, the you know. There was something about tonight that made me question, and I don't know if this is where they're going. I don't know how you guys feel about it because we all know I'm, I have my own bias. We all do, right? We're fans at the end of the day of certain people, but it really made me question Rhea Ripley. She was the person that I was the most like, I don't trust her tonight. And I don't know why. The things that she was having conversations with Paul Heyman and her bringing JD, because she said, I invited him. You know, when she's all about the terror twins, they call themselves, right? She's all about Priestie and the family. So it would, would, I question why she's making these calls above him when there's no leader in the judgment day. I starting to feel like we're, we're building up something here very slowly, but I feel like some seeds were planted tonight with Rhea trying to just show to be the leader of the Judgment Day, which I feel some of us feel like she is the clear leader. Oh, yeah. What they try to sell us is that there's no leader. And I feel like that could actually be what start causing the cracks here. Hmm. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, well, we had damage control versus Asuka and Charlotte Flair tonight. A banger. Great match. <laughs> Absolutely. I really enjoyed it, but Flo was shaking his head. Why? Because they couldn't quite sis or I so as the biggest Billy Mark of the planet, right? I get it. Dakota Kai is injured, EO Sky is the championship, but the damage control thing 
isn't working. It's two weeks in a row that Bailey lost a match to Charlotte. And also, he doesn't look any stronger in our match or even as our title run. It's looking mid. I don't know why they can't go their separate ways and still be in the group like what Trick Metal Gang did. It's, no one's being helped out in this weird uh, anti-Freebird rule thing with Bailey. He's just taking L's. He looks weak. Dakota can't wrestle. And Charlotte gets pins left and right. What's going on? If Jade Cargill is not showing up soon, I think tomorrow night Bailey helps EO retain, turns on her after for Bailey versus EO for Survivor Series. I think that works, but I hate to be that guy, but I will be that guy. I love being that guy. I take it back. I love being that guy, but EO was so much better in NXT. I'm not yeah. sure what's was supposed to be here now, and I get you need someone like Bailey to to garner the heat, but this isn't ding dong hello Bailey. This is kind of like we're bad, and so in a promotion with there's almost too many factions, you have one that is just taking losses left and right. This reminds me of the Riot Squad, and it comes to a point where you go, these people are different. Break them up because it's helping nobody. Mm. That's a that's a valid point. I actually love the word bad explanation of Bailey because it does feel that way when you when you really think about it. They're not really bringing anything to the table. I think they're trying to keep them together. Dakota can't wrestle, obviously, as you mentioned. The match itself, I really enjoy. The match that's itself, fair. right? Taking the elements Fun. of whether whether damage control is working right now or not. I do think they hold EO back a little bit. I I I don't want to say I forget, but sometimes you see her come out with the title and you go, oh, yeah, she's the champ. Because there's just so much going on with damage control that it's just not making EO shine as the SmackDown Women's Champion. And, again, the match itself I thought was a banger. Shout out to Charlotte Flair. Her gear game since this comeback has been absolutely on point. She has looked like her every single appearance that we have mm-hmm. gotten from her the queen right that the star factor she just comes out and you have to stop and stare so she's killing it too so yeah um i i do see your point but again i was just very happy that this match got the time that it got i yeah. don't feel like it felt like bailey has done anything of interest in a while yeah like but- i can't think of i mean uh, besides them showing up at two summer slams i go back together as damage control after that it's just felt like bailey's just there with them and yeah. i i do miss bailey especially as a heel like are we wasting her heel run in this in this faction i don't know but it, it does feel that way a little bit and asuka she's just so kick-ass she is and she's gonna be on nxt yeah because for some reason <laughs> I'm sorry, the whole her working with this girl, like it made no sense just call her and be like, hey, Asuka, you want to do this? And Asuka saying, yes, that makes absolutely zero sense. I'm excited for the match, it's but that makes zero sense. You know what I mean? So I thought about this with Jack. I said, maybe it's just like a hotline. She just pick up the phone and goes, no one's ready for Asuka. And he's agreed to miss anybody <laughs> who calls that number. Oh, that, that is it. She probably called her and said like, hey, uh, Roxanne said she's ready for Asuka. And Asuka was like, no way. And that's how she got Asuka to show up. That would be incredible. Right. She shows up. Uh, yeah. No, I would love that. Um, they should do that. They should have it be like, yeah, the hotline. That That's a WWE 90s promo. <laughs> Somebody calls the hotline, you know? Um, oh, my God, remember that? Yeah. I wanted to. Look, I got in trouble with 976 numbers. We're not going to say of what variety uh, in the late oh, 80s. Oh, no, you can't say that and not yeah. tell us. It was at a friend's house. 
Um, oh. It was like was two dollars a call. Well, what do you think? What do you What do you think? <laughs> two dollars a call. It was like oh two dollars a call, and I remember party lines. No, 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 Bible study, man. Yeah. No, and it wasn't even live. It was like a recorded story. We were like sitting around one day. It was like probably eighty six, and we're looking through the paper, and it was like, "Ooh, what's this number with, with you know, foxy ladies that are waiting <laughs> to tell me their most intimate secrets?" The best cat ladies are foxy. Yeah. Oh Jesus! This is a story you want to hear more stuff like this. Listen to Gigantic Pop Sundays with me and Matt I Morgan and Raj Fury. Walter Mercado to tell me my my future because I just love Walter Mercado. They rip me off. Okay. None of well, the things that they promised and my parents had to pay for on the phone bill ever happened in my life. So. Well, the crazy thing was it was $2 a call. And I remember um, I did this at my friend's house because I'm smart. I remember his mom calling my mom irate about the $400 phone bill. (laughs) And the funny thing is the stories didn't change. It was the same thing. And we would just call and listen and we'd hang up because we'd be like, ooh, we feel guilty. This was weird. Why are my jeans tight? Um, And uh, (laughs) we could have just recorded it and listened to it back again and again. But no. Like we yeah. kept uh, calling hilarious. it. They Gotta removed work. the charges, though, thankfully, because you know, which is why nine seven six nine hundred numbers died, because all it would take was a parent calling up and saying, "Oh, my kid did this," and they would remove the charges. Thank goodness, yeah, yeah, doesn't work anymore. That and the Columbia Record and Tape Club, all the great ways to work the system, no longer exist. But the system was working new. There were some new fake ass CDs. Well, mm-hmm. poorly made, often edited. So, um. Look, I think Bailey versus EO, and I think EO should win that feud. I think that will solidify EO if Bailey goes full heel and they have a great feud. And and maybe they wrap it up, uh, maybe they keep that going for a while, you know. But what do you do when Dakota, which is clear now? The rumor is that she might not be clear until February. So I do get a little bit concerned. Keep, are you gonna keep them together that long with Dakota just well? She has to pick. Her? That's a story we can tell. Who's, right. who's hype point. woman is she going to be, you know, right. who's side she can be? And then when she is cleared, then when she makes the assist, they can keep this going for a while. But she'll just, she'll just go to Raw like Jey Uso did because he's a coward. But Ooh. you can't, if you have EO versus Rhea Survivor Series, like Rhea's untouchable right now. Yeah. Yeah, because she don't want to defend her title. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's literally untouchable. Like she's not making a feud with nobody. Hey, right, right. Smart, that's thinking. <laughs> Yep. I'm not in a feud. I can't. Oh, wouldn't that be so amazing? Who's smarter, her or Roman Reigns? Because we Roman Reigns Wait. don't even show up. She shows up to work and still doesn't feud with anybody. This is a great storyline for a B level title. Okay. And this will work on NXT. This will work on SmackDown and Raw. They win the title and they so don't want to be in a feud. They become the nicest person to everyone <laughs> because they don't want anyone to want to fight them. Wait, hold on. So in professional wrestling, you want someone yes. to work out their differences as a no, gimmick? I, yeah, I want the gimmick to be like, you know, like, hey, Finn, I saw your car was kind of dirty, so I had it detailed for you, you know? And the person's like, oh, that's so nice. How could I want to fight this person? He's so nice. That is giving me 2,000 ankle vibes. That is 2,000. Isn't that how vibes. Adam Cole just got a title shot against MJF at all in <laughs> by being his bestie? No, but yeah. I, you do this with everyone. Like everyone, you're like you're you're like telling them happy birthday. You're like going on Facebook. Whose birthday is it today? Oh, I need to make sure uh, to tell them the person. Oh boy, it gets too expensive. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think this is a solid storyline. This is a solid it would be gimmick. Fun. It would actually be fun. Yeah, yeah, they just so want to avoid conflict. Uh, and when someone does have a problem with them, they're like, "Hey, can't we talk this out and resolve this in a non-physical way?" <laughs> oh my gosh. 
non-physical way. The whole yeah. episode will be contract signings and just discussions yeah. and promos. Powerhouse oh, <laughs> Hobbs versus Chris Jericho on Tuesday. That's how they're competing. Wait, wait a second. Here's the other thing. In contract signings, why hasn't any t- one who hasn't wanted to do the fight actually brought out a lawyer and said, like, I've got some notes on this contract? I, I, I ask this question all the time. Like, Docu signs a thing. Just click a yeah. couple buttons backstage. It'll be fine. No, but why don't they give notes so they can delay the fight and be like, uh, I Did want. Did MJF do that at one point? I don't know if it was like. This was like a that. while back, but that's yeah. when he had that whole legal team backstage. Remember? Yeah, he yeah. The contract and took it back to them. This was back when MJF was actually good and a goofy. Yeah, but, but people, anyway. people just sign these things without reading them. All Shade the time. all day, Flobo. I say yeah, how look, I feel. He said all the shit out on everybody. <laughs> Jay's a coward. MJF is whack. So I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him as a face, but that's a conversation for a Wednesday night. So Hmm. Oscar and Charlotte Flair won, and Charlotte Flair pinned Bailey. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Eos guy's already mad at Bailey. Like I, I think he retains. Like Oscar being champ again too soon. Charlotte being champ again. Uh, too like too too many times. I think EO has to retain, but the real story is going to be EO and Bailey breaking up. Uh, Fear just threw her socks at the crowd. I don't think I've ever seen socks being thrown at the crowd before. Wait, who did this? Marina Shafir. Some people oh. are into that. No, I know they are, but it, I don't. I think that's a first for me. I have Charlotte win the match tomorrow. By the way. Ooh, you think? What, what, what really? win is this? Is this fifteen? Uh, it will be 15. And the reason yeah. why everyone hates Charlotte becoming a champion, but if you look at the last four or five reigns, she only gets the title to be transitional. So she can lose it. And with Jade in the wings, I mean, Jade versus Charlotte prints money. I mean, just the pokes her itself. So I think I Charlotte agree. wins. Jade challenges Charlotte, and then Jade becomes a new champion. But then that's it. Then she's got one more. I mean, she probably ties her dad and then retires, right? I mean, possibly, but she's in her mid to th- late 30s and taking longer and longer breaks. you got to cash in that's now. That's true. Yeah, maybe. But Fastlane, hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I like the idea. That's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, So, the bloodline ran into Judgment Day. They were staring at one another, and then Rhea and Paul Heyman had a chat. Then, Bobby Lashley with the Street Profits took on Rey Mysterio with Santos Escobar. He probably killed Rey. This was kind of exciting, this match. Was it? I thought so. I thought Ray. Uh, it was it was good. a banger. And the spear at the end was clean yeah. AF. Like, oh my god, that bro breaker cry somewhere when he saw that. <laughs> uh, the rest of LWO died. Like, yes, on the outside. <laughs> LWO got attacked by the Street Profits. Not going to be able to do uh, their matches planned tomorrow night. But uh, Ray knows a guy, so. Yeah, do you have? Do you know it's gonna be Carlito, right? It has Hope to be so. Carlito. It has to be Carlito. Carlito, what about Carlito. uh Angel Humberto from NXT? Carlito. <laughs> okay. Wait, that the Angel Humberto is the the we wanted Los Ice Lobos, Cube. Locos. Yeah, that's very much we wanted Ice Cube, but we got Vanilla Ice. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. okay, like the, the, there'll be a negative pop. For... I mean, Carlito's one dude. They need two. <laughs> They say uh, one of them was No, out. Santos. San- isn't Santos clear? Oh, the- okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and you know how they treat the other two members of LWO. <laughs> so, of course, that's who's going to get replaced. Mm-hmm. Patrick LeBlanc, thank you for the Canadian $2 super chat. Thank you, Patrick. With the current conversion rate, that's like a buck sixty American. Wow. Hey, that's good. They call it Toonie. 
Um, <laughs> I want some of what Blue Shoes on. I hope that it's Dan Allison. That would be incredible. Wow. Okay, Christopher Stike Leather, calm down. It's not yeah. going to be Bad Bunny at Fastlane. Bunny is busy getting all the awards right now. Yeah. Is he selling out stadiums? No, no, no. He's on. He's on break from that. Well, he, he just won like thirteen awards last night at the uh, Latin Billboard Awards. Oh, there you go. One artist it? of the year for like the freaking hundredth year in a row. He's amazing. The guy is goaded. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A uh, couple things from this match, though. Uh, one, it's kind of random how weights are billed because Rash was billed at 273 pounds, which I didn't really know. And two, uh, the Street Profits are huge. They're like yeah. the same size as Lashley. I didn't realize that. And the outside brawl, to me, was the best part because it actually looked like like Street Profits strong style. So I enjoyed that from yeah. top to bottom. So Street Profits asserted their dominance. It was great. Street um, Profits are humongous. I interviewed them uh, in person, and I remember we, it was a very crowded room, so I didn't have the time to like adjust my tripod. I don't know if I was expecting them to not be that tall, but <laughs> they had to like do the to like be fully on frame in my interview. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you guys were freaking giants. Massive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shout out to Majestic Marie. It has indeed been a while. Good to see you. Good to see Jeffrey Sullivan, MDB999. I wore this hat just for you, brother. Uh, Patrick LeBlanc, Killer of Demon 669, Blue Chew, Christopher Steichler, the Ricky Zaldivar. So dumb. Montez <laughs> Wiggles, John Clark, and all the rest here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Uh, so. Glenn's hat, Glenn's hat. I just, you know, what's weird. So I got this haircut like uh, a little over a week ago and I was so stoked that she did it like a scissor cut instead of a razor cut. But now I'm just like, no, it's got, I've got like all the calyx and everything. Like it's standing up. It's not resting the way it usually does. First it's bumming me out. So you're going back to the old way or? I'm, I'm going to go back to the Clippers. Uh, you're so hyped last week. You're like, yo, I feel so like a brand new man right now. Because it, like, it's like, ooh, a scissor cut. That's old school. Yeah, you're like, whoa. 
Yeah, it felt luxurious. Yeah. It's like getting like a, a straight razor shave, you know? Oh, that's what I do. I felt dashing afterwards. Yeah, yeah see, because it's like the experience, but the look, it's like it's like when you get the shampoo and you spring for no, I want the tea tree. I want right. the little extra, you know? Not my birthday, but yeah, I get it. Yeah, you got you, you understand. Yeah. You should just go in, Flobo, and be like, I want the tea tree experience. Just rub my scalp. My barber's I'm like, what? <laughs> Homeboy, what? The tea tree? We'll tea tree. Oh, oh my god. If I could just get someone to massage like my scalp like weekly, I don't need yeah. anything else. Fair just enough. that. Feels the best. Nice. Okay, so for whatever it's worth, I got the luxury grooming package for my dog recently. Okay. They gave him a bubble bath, sent me a picture of him in this little bath. Like it was the cutest freaking thing. Then they put a little robe on him and sent Aww. me a picture of it. Aww. It was the cutest thing. They used top products, but my favorite thing was the picture of because I was so happy. Roman looked so miserable inside that bubble bath. <laughs> I was like, I probably should never pay for that again because he hated it. But, you know, the little robe, he looked like a little Hugh Hefner, but like Yorkie version. It was adorable. We have to bathe uh, one of my cats because she's long hair. and um, They acknowledge just... him at the groomers. Oh, there you go. Well, my cat just looks at me with the, her big eyes like, why are you doing this to me? It's the entire time. It's very miserable. Roman uh, started understanding the word, and now he knows that in English and Spanish, bath and, and bañalo, he understands that in both ways. So I got to figure out ways around it. Oh, okay. Because he goes and hides, and you have to like dig oh, for yeah. him under something to like get into. He hates it. Patrick, thank you for the additional $2. Um, so Rhea Ripley proposed an alliance between the Judgment Day and the Bloodline, and Paul Heyman likes this idea, and he'll take it to Roman Reigns. But Ripley stops him from doing so and says it's already authorized. And Ripley tells Heyman works around here. Ripley <laughs> tells Heyman to acknowledge her. This is so good. Like Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley has more. I, I just, you know, I believe it. I pop when she said, Acknowledge me like your boy Jay Uso did. <laughs> <laughs> Her using gay simping as a, as a tool of negotiation. <laughs> I appreciated it. Simping? Really? Have you not <laughs> seen what he's been posting on his stories? His I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I, mm. I would too. Um, <laughs> I, said, I said the same thing. I was like, doing a live flash alone. And I'm like, wouldn't we, we all be, you know, if we're put in that position, we would act that way too. We had Dragon Lee versus Austin Theory. Dragon Lee, who's basically on the main roster now. He doesn't even go here. Uh, he goes everywhere. Um, versus Austin Theory, Grayson Waller interfered, but then we got a surprise from the great equalizer, Cameron Grimes. Why? To 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 the moon. To the moon. <laughs> uh, made no sense. It it really didn't. <laughs> I didn't see him though, and he got a, pop. a match. Dragon Lee is getting is putting on bangers with whoever you know he he faces in the ring, which is great to see. I like the match. Uh, what are we calling Austin Theory now? The 150 million hit man. Yeah, I guess Grayson Waller came up with that nickname. Listen, good stuff. Uh, we'll see if they make this make sense. The Cameron Grimes thing. I'm kind of the opposite. Cameron Grimes made sense, but I don't understand what Dragon Lee is doing. It's like they're they're making him a thing. He is he is like the mean girl thing. He is fetch because I, it took away his Mortal Kombat entrance, so he comes out looking normal, like like he's Kalisto. Like, bro, I mean, I don't know what I'm <laughs> supposed to do. Am I cheering you? Am I booing you? Like, I don't really 
get the potential or the view of Dragon Lee. But Cameron Grimes was in a match last week and was unfaired by a time. Oh, I didn't under. see him. So I now didn't this see is him last week. So now that makes sense. They Poor guys right that. on the bench. They yeah, they should have shown that. that. I will say WWE is very good at, and I know a lot of people say it's repetitive, but they're very good at, if you didn't watch last week, this is what you missed. And I didn't watch last week, and they never mentioned anything about Cameron Grimes. So they should have shown a little bit of something after, you know, he made That's the right. save here. Because if you didn't watch, you felt like I do. Now you just made it all make sense. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I take it back. I mean, it was random last week. Last week, like, oh, he's still yeah. worker? Right, <laughs> but, right. But this week. Yeah. yeah, but still, but if he had a right. match and he was done wrong, then it makes sense for him to come out tonight. And WWE does a much better job than others at, at explaining, hey, if you haven't been watching, this is what you've been missing. Oh my I God. didn't know he was back in the scene, you know? There is no TV show in the history of television that recaps what happened on the last episode like more than Raw and to an extent, SmackDown. Raw would do this. What happened five minutes ago? And I was like, I know, bro. It was before the commercial break. I know I have ADHD, <laughs> but I still remember what just happened. <laughs> no, it's like go and watch a nighttime soap opera from the 80s. And th they had very long recaps at the start of every episode. Nowhere near as long as what WWE yeah. does. Nowhere near as excessive. Uh, Roger Carson saying, very loud and energetic crowd tonight in person. I'm sure tomorrow we'll get uh, news that it was the highest grossing event in that market Indianapolis. As, they haven't been there in a long time yeah really, so they should do well yeah where were they tonight they were in st louis st louis no, fair enough. that's that's always a fun crowd yes and camera want to pay it back because grayson screwed grimes last week against theory it's just they can't tell us that tonight was the best they can't they can't if i see that i'm gonna be like that's cap aj styles accent and everything that's got because they did they did that royal rumble they did that royal rumble in st louis not too long ago so I there's no way true. that tonight was their highest grossing event i know i'm just saying they say that every it seems like no, that, i think i think we'll week. get it tomorrow because they barely ever go to indy but there's no way that tonight was their highest grossing in st louis i i don't believe you um but dragon lee won yeah 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 i guess, I guess. <laughs> So, we got a lengthy recap of Seth and Shinsuke. I can't wait. It's going to be good. I thought what Shinsuke did on Monday was so good when he started doing the count. Uh, Shinsuke is everything. He's always been everything, but he's more than everything right now, if that makes sense. Mm. Shinsuke deserves the world. Like, I see Shinsuke Nakamura, and I want to go plant trees. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, like, I want to help old people cross the street. I want to do goodness for the world, even when he's healed. He brings me peace. He he kicks people in the face. Why? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because they deserve it. He's been done wrong. <laughs> so pet trees. So go plant a tree. I want Isa. You should be doing YouTube videos. Uh huh. Every Wait. week of documenting the good deed that Shinsuke Nakamura has inspired you. You to know do. what? Maybe I don't know about a full video, but maybe a short. Maybe I'll give you a weekly short document. Yeah, just one good thing things that Shinsuke has. And I want you to go out and find an old woman and help her and help her cross the street. The street. And, and when we get done, I'll be like, I did that because of Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. And just give, walk away, and this old lady is gonna have no idea what I'm talking about. Give candy to a baby as opposed to taking. No, candy I don't think so. No, no, we're not helping kids. Just animals and old people. Wow, she draws a line. Sorry, Shinsuke. I guess your powers aren't <laughs> ultimate or infinite. <laughs> Anyways, ah. I don't know if Shinsuke is going to win, but I'm looking forward to this banger. 
Uh, I, and you remember when she escaped? Well, we all remember when he turned that terrible heel turn against AJ Styles. But you remember he lost that last man standing match against AJ Styles. And he, he told Renee Young that he lost because the referee didn't count in Japanese. So I demand a bilingual referee for tomorrow's match. Otherwise, it's rigged. <laughs> Wait, bilingual Japanese or just has to be just Japanese, 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 Spanish, <laughs> English, every like I need, that, that, I need him to call in five Vince different thing. languages. Vince, like you just said, bilingual. He speaks Esperanto, <laughs> pal. He knows I'll Klingon. Forget. I'll never forget that interview though. He was so funny. He was counting English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll be exciting though. And then we get to the main event. L.A. Knight versus Jimmy Uso, but wouldn't yeah. you know it? Oh, so much happened. Solo, blindsided Knight causing a DQ. John Cena's music hit. He ran down to the ring to give Knight a hand. Judgment Day appeared, shook hands with Heyman before hopping up on the apron alongside the bloodline. Jey Uso then appeared to even the odds. Then Cody Rhodes came out. Nobody asked for this. This was a little much. This was excessive. Oh, you know why J.D. McDonough was there? So Cody Rhodes could hit him with the crossroads. Everybody hit him with something. John Cena double hit him. Wouldn't that be funny if that's basically J.D. McDonough's role in the bloodline is like, you keep the rest of us looking strong? Well, Solo Sokoa got pulled. First of all, the match was just there. There's something about this match that I don't know if it's because Ellen and I and Cena make no sense. I don't know what's going on, but there's something about this match that's not clicking for me yet. Until everybody started coming out, that's when I really got into this, right? But I, I did catch Heyman pulling Solo from the from the people standing there getting ready to face mm -hmm. off. Also, we suffer from the, oh my God, somebody's music hit. We must stop what we're doing. When Jey Uso music hit, Judgment Day could have already laid everybody out by the time he made it to the ring, especially if he stopped to do his stupid up and down thing that he's been doing. But he didn't, thankfully. <laughs> you know, like Jeff Hardy when he comes out to save Matt Hardy, you know. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> I was waiting for Jey Uso to start going like this to the crowd before he made it to the ring. Yeah, why? You lose the element of surprise. Yeah, but like the fact that everybody stops like what they're doing instead of just like you really could have laid them all out before he got there. Um, but yeah, this was this was there. I like the way that they intertwine both of the main matches that they're really hyping up for tomorrow and it feels like we're building something beyond that so this was i think it was overbooked slightly but smart. slightly not like nxt tuesday where cody rhodes will also be i'm assuming to announce the return of the dusty classic or to hit somebody with a crossroads well he said he has an announcement yeah that he's gonna hit somebody with a crossroads <laughs> if his announcement was i made a huge mistake i'm going back to AEW. Wow. Turn the TBS right now, y'all. <laughs> like, watch me and then he teleports and shows. <laughs> watch me on the big show show uh, or whatever that was he was doing. Yeah, the big show show. show. Yep. This was fun. Cena, Cena does look like he's having a blast right now. Oh, does yeah. he care about anything or anyone? No, but he's having fun. And I respect that. I'm always here to have fun. I would pay money to see a Cena Suicida in 2023. I, yo, somebody said that on commentary. They were like, Cena's going to dive. And I'm like, Cena's not going to dive. <laughs> if we did, though, what? <laughs> I was like, sure. 
that 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 poison fist he does off the, off the top rope. Oh my god, that'd be great. <laughs> so that was SmackDown tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow night, WWE Fastlane 2023. Let's look at the card. We're gonna do some quick predictions. Sure. Five matches. That's a short pay per view. Yep. Yeah. The Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. Duh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope Jay Uso like turns on Cody because he's a traitor and he can't be trusted. No, we don't turn on Cody. Everyone turns on Cody. Good. <laughs> no. He deserves. He brought him here. He deserves it. No. <laughs> he brought him here. He gets what he deserves. Should have left um, his ass when he quit. The LWO. Wait, Glenn, you didn't say who's winning. You oh, um, Judgment Day. Winning. I mean, Judgment didn't Judgment Day look amazing tonight? Someone wants Cody to win. I, I, I want Judgment Day to stop being Judgment Day, but they're going to be here on all three shows. You're going to get all them, you know. They're all the Judgment Day, baby. <laughs> I, you know what? The, the problem I have it is not so much the group because they're doing what I want Damage Control to do, but I feel like. There is getting to a point where this bloodline thing is so thin, the judgment thing just seems to be like grafted on, like like Survivor Series war games. Like it's cool, but you know right. it's only here to fill in what two months, and they're gonna break up again, like the corporate mm. ministry all over again. So yeah, Flobo, book the worst way the Judgment Day breaks up. Uh besides the Yoko Ono thing between Dom and, and Rhea, I would say JD McDonough beats Wait, who's the Yoko in the Dom and Rhea situation? Oh, oh definitely Dom. I mean, come on. Okay. Um, sorry, sorry, we'll continue. Yeah, JD McDonough uh, challenges Rhea Ripley for the control of the judgment day and he wins by shenanigans. And so now well, everyone's well, listening to JD McDonough. I say he, I say yeah. they go out to eat at a restaurant that doesn't serve chicken tenders and that makes Dominic Mysterio get really mad. And that's how they break up. <sighs> Wow. <laughs> uh, worst breakup possible. They're like, why do you keep bringing JD around? So Finn and JD split off and form their own faction called Judgment Night. And there's Judgment <laughs> Day and Judgment Night. I don't know what's worse because Dominic Mysterio is 26. He's still eating chicken tenders. And Judgment Night sounds like a he comic does. book. He, uh, that's all he eats. That's all he eats. And like they said on the bump, they were talking about how they have to find restaurants. And I'm like, you don't yeah. have to look that hard. Every restaurant serves Every restaurant. Like, on sure, the kids like menu. it's not that deep. <laughs> and if they're the Judgment Night faction, they use uh, the, the song from the movie Judgment Night, the Onyx and Biohazard collab of Judgment Night. Oh, the answer to that. that that would be so bad on so many different levels because I don't think everyone's even seen that movie Glenn <laughs> it's a terrible movie one of the best soundtracks ever fair enough because it's all hip-hop groups and heavy metal bands collaborating mm. have you heard the Judgment Night soundtrack Flobo I think years ago from the one I'm thinking about so uh, I'm kind of, it's kind of obscure, obscure reference Pearl Jam and Cypress Hill oh, Ooyah right, Tribe and Faith No More there you go yep, Sir Mix-a-Lot and Mud Honey. That would never work today. I mean, Cypress Hill also with Sonic Youth. De La Soul and Teenage Fan Club. It's amazing. You're just dating ourselves, man. You got <laughs> oh, good. Stop. I'm listen to that after this. We're due for the youth. Come on. We're young. Ice Tea and Slayer. No. Yeah, it's the bomb. It's so good. But no, Judgment hey, Biohazard. Please help me, please. <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. Let's don't oh, age at me. <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. You see, you ain't that much though. younger than me. You knew, though. Yeah, I grew up somewhere completely different. Oh, that's true. We already had this conversation about how I grew up watching things that you have no clue and you watch things that I have no clue about. Really? Clearly, like Judgment. 
<laughs> yes, I've been learning this year. I've been learning a lot about uh, Spanish language media from all the different Spanish speaking countries. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, I learned Spanish due to a show called Rebelde. That was my jam. Yes. <laughs> I've been watching episodes of Vecinos lately. Oh, very good. Uh, it's interesting. It's all in an apartment building. It's actually a show from Mexico that's based on a show from Spain. Oh, about the wacky oh. shenanigans at an apartment never building. Heard of it. La Famosa. Really? All right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, anyhow, so let's talk about <laughs> that was the first match. We got through the first match, people. Um, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and TBD versus Carlito. Bobby Lashley. Carlito versus Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. If it's not Carlito, we're, I'm rioting. And if it's Carlito, then LWO has to win, right? If it's not Carlito, then yeah. I, see, I see Bobby and the Street Profits. Bobby and the Street Profits. So, so Flobo, that speaks to your theory that's going to be like Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, yeah, I mean, Carlito's pretty much been updated erroneously on Wikipedia as I look at this. Uh, but Bob and Street Profits, a loss will make their story a lot more important as what they're trying to do. But I also feel like they need to have one as well because I'm not sure what this is, if there's a hurt business or whatever. But at the same time, LWO has taken so many losses. It's almost like embarrassing to call yourselves LWL the way you're taking these L's. So I would say if you have to pick one, definitely LWO, but I don't feel too strong about it. Trouble. I think that you are an incredibly smart man. Sometimes. But using Wikipedia as a source of reference no, when no, anybody not, can edit it? Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I, I said erroneously. I said Carlito erroneously is on there. I want them both. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just making sure because when you mention Wikipedia, yeah. like, Flobo, no, we no, know no, no, better no. than that. I'm we not saying it. according to Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if this was 25... You probably edited it yourself and then said it. <laughs> if this was 25 years ago... We would have like uh I don't know, pick any white superstar. Be like yeah. he's gonna align with the WWO and then it's gonna be like blood in, blood out. And he's gonna, you know, be like Miklo and say, My skin is white, but my heart is brown. Essay. Oh my gosh. You mean you mean like when Kurt Angle joined the shield? <laughs> that would that if Sammy that would be actually be phenomenal for Sami Zayn to be like, I just feel a kinship with your culture. Oh my gosh. Wow. You could do that 25 years ago. You can't do that now. No, you can't, no. But if they're going to lose, if they're going to lose, like, at least give us a real surprise. You can't bring Carlito back and have them lose. Why not? Isn't that I mean, what they did with Chavo Guerrero, but, like, reverse? Ooh, Chavo. Remember when they had him, like, never mind. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, but you're getting axiom, Julian. Don't you put that evil on me? Don't oh, you put that ratio. evil on me? The golden ratio, <laughs> bro. I would like end my stream and walk. Yo, out. he's from Spain. That's like that's like prime Latin. That's not even Latin. That's like prime Spain. Let's do it. Let's get axiom, baby, with the mask and everything. Golden ratio, math problems with the screen. Stop this madness. What's the next match, Glenn? What's the next match? It's axiom versus that. Axiom gets the pin on Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Just rolls him up, man. Backwards. Let's do it. Axiom. We're not. We're not. And we're not going to see the return of Juan Cena. <laughs> Why the Juan Cena? On? Oh, that is the best part of the 2010 WWE, right there. Yeah, El Torito is still mad. El Torito comes back, and then they lose. Stop oh, it. What's Dark the times. next match? Okay. So, Io Sky versus Oscar versus Charlotte Flair. Oof. It's queen. Queen. Man, I could see this match going 
either way, I can see any of these women winning. This is probably one of the matches that I'm the most excited about. I would like to see EO retain, but you never bet against the queen. You just don't. You just don't. I think Charlotte's going to win. Glenn? I just feel that's so predictable. Right. I mean, here we are making predictions. It's so predictable. You literally can predict it. Well, according to Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> it's Slovopedia now. Somebody said on the chat. <laughs> I fought for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. Um, oh, this is this kind of ties into the super chat. So if Bailey, if EO retains, but Bailey and EO break up, Patrick LeBlanc super chat idea Bailey being a mouthpiece for Cargill that would be interesting. I don't, but I don't want think Cargill, Cargill needs to have a mouthpiece. I think Cargill's gonna come off like a star, and if it's a mouthpiece, it needs to be like a poem. You know what I mean? Like it needs yeah. to be crazy. But I wouldn't put it with anybody. Not this Bailey. Ding dong, hello, Billy. Could it work? This is kind of like weird, you know. Yeah. Um, John Cena and LA Knight versus the Bloodline. Do they make the fans happy and have LA Knight pin yeah. like uh, Solo? Yeah, John Cena will probably get the pin. Do so you think John Cena loses or he wins? No, I think he's gonna get the pin. Like I think he's gonna pin whoever. Okay. I think Probably so Jimmy, because Jimmy just likes to eat pins. Because I would assume, yeah, he does. Because then I can say <laughs> next week at SmackDown, Judgment Day says, "Look, we won our half of our matchup. You didn't. You need yeah. us." Yeah, and then Roman has to return to bring the bloodline back together. No, he has to take his PTO at his IT job and come back <laughs> to put in two weeks for Survivor Series. <laughs> oh man. Um. And then Shinsuke versus Seth Rollins, last man standing match for the World Heavyweight Championship. If Shinsuke does not win this match, he will never get a title shot ever in his what career. What if we get a cash in? Oh. I mean, they tease it on the show today, which probably means no. <laughs> but... Yeah. but but I do. Seth, Seth was on this one, but you know, if if Shinsuke loses, he'll never be a challenger that title again. Seth wouldn't even have to get pinned. I don't know. I just want. Uh, I don't know. I I I'm very torn on this one because I love both of these guys. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see Seth drop this title yet, but I really like what Shinsuke's doing, and I just can't. I my heart couldn't take seeing another Shinsuke loss. I would yeah. rather see a cashing, honestly. While I'm telling you, while Priest has that briefcase, every time I'm going to be like, I just want Priest to walk out as world champion. But I, 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 I can't tell you guys. I, I would like to see Nakamura win. I'm, I'm telling you who my heart is rooting for here. I feel like Nakamura needs this win more than he does. Seth. When's the last time they did a cash in, though, on a B pay per view? When's the last time they did a good cashing? Go okay, so here's, here's <laughs> okay, so peep this. Here's here's my prediction because this actually Big E and that was on a Monday Night Raw. Okay, the this, last great cashing. Well, that's what I was gonna say. E. So here's what they do: Shinsuke wins tomorrow. Seth demands his rematch either this Monday or next Monday. Priest cashes in, wins, because if you have the Judgment Day versus the Bloodline, having Priest and Roman be the top two guys, the champions of their respective brands. Yeah priest carry all those titles that's kind of hot but are you but gonna you, have priest carry all those titles <laughs> no but you have to do that you can't have 
it gives so much more weight to it if it's the champ versus champ, faction versus faction. Like that's a war games match. That is yeah, it big is. time. Yeah, it is. You know? Especially when back last year, like when the bloodline was going to war games, they had all the gold. They were the dominating mm -hmm. faction. So it would be cool for Judgment Day to say, hey, we took over. Look at us now. But um how Shinsuke keep it for like even a week before yeah. that happens. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, we do have some time for Survivor Series. I don't even I don't even know if Shinsuke wins. I'm just I'm speaking with my heart right now. I think Shinsuke needs it more. But I don't even know if he actually if they actually do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It might be a little early, but I don't know. I think they could do a hell of a build. It's uh, November twenty fifth. So we've got Yeah. A good month six and weeks. a half. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely possible, definitely doable. Well, this makes me more interested in Fastlane tomorrow. Yeah. But on Collision, Adam Copeland's going to respond to Christian Cage. He's full-time. He was, they want to make sure we all know that he's full-time and he's going to be on every show. He, does, he is working a lot. Yeah. Christian deserves better. Damn. He does. Christian Cage has been the workhorse for 20 years. You talk about Cody Rose betting on yourself. 10 years before that, Christian Cage did that in TNA. And he's one of the hottest characters on AEW, aside from Tony Storm. And this thing is hitting meme levels. And then Edge just walks in. That's why Christian told him what he told him. Because you're absolutely right. Christian's doing the best work of his career. This guy's going to come in and try to cash in on that or take that spot. I don't think so. Ask him about his father. I got deep. No, don't, don't. <laughs> Tell me what your father. <laughs> don't ask about Edge's father. But come on, like Edge, Christian is doing incredible. But I, like I said, I with, with their history, with everything that Christian is doing, I really do think they could give us a must-watch feud if you just given time. Also, like just back off, TK. Let them book it themselves. They'll do a great job. Just trust them. <laughs> you know, just trust them and let them do their thing. You have almost the same amount of time full gears the week before survivor series so we have six weeks also to set six five weeks to build a field that culminates at full gear these guys can give us weeks of insane epic promos which i don't feel we gotten since punk and njf those those i have to tune in to watch segments it's been a while since we gotten that from aw i honestly believe that edge and christian could give us that if they just let them do their thing because christian is great right now Hmm. Outwork everyone. Well, there you have it, folks. Tune in tomorrow night to watch Fastlane. We weren't are not doing a podcast tomorrow night, though. But Monday. I'll be I'll be watching it live on my yeah, YouTube watching channel, NYC Diva Diva. Come hang out. I'm gonna have a bingo card. I'm gonna tweet it out so everybody can watch it with my bingo card. It's gonna be fun. They're gonna have the same bingo card. You're not gonna make variations. So we make new ones for every pay-per-view, Glenn. I'm not lazy. No, 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 but but no. I'm How saying, dare you imply she's lazy? <laughs> no, I'm saying if everybody has the same bingo card, that means everybody wins at the same time. When you go that's, to bingo, that's the whole point. And then we okay. take a shot every time we hit a bingo, okay. Glenn. Well, I can't because I'm still on that stupid diet. But I am going to rely on my viewers to get drunk on my behalf. Okay, and then He's Tuesday. Size. That's a little community, Glenn. What are we doing? What are you Tuesday, doing? the you biggest know, NXT of it. all time. You get it. The biggest NXT of all time. The, the, the WrestleMania Tuesday, baby. Yeah, it's gonna be huge. Yeah. But let's be fair, though. The, the the main roster aside, Mellow Breaker was a Mania event or Stand Deliver event. This is pretty cool on its own. Yeah. We got extra stuff on top. So I'm in. It's going to be fun. Well, thank you, everybody. Have a great weekend. Check out Flobo, Flobo Boys. Flobo, what do you got coming up? What are you working on? What do you want? Well, 
Well, you know, I'm over there on that Twitter, X and uh, Blue Sky at Flubble Boys. Come say hello. MOE postseason stuff, we post it over there. Of course, more wrestling stuff as well. Issa, you got watch-alongs. What else you got going on? What are you doing? What's happening? Uh, nothing. Everybody can go to my Instagram and Lucha Libre Online to see all the interviews from WWC September Negro. And I got a bunch of things going on. And I'm always here on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. There you go. Sunday, me, Raj Giri, Matt Morgan, Gigantic Pop, Episode 6. We talked about No Holds Barred last week in Rocky 3. Some 80s. Crazy talk. Uh, but this weekend, uh, it's spooky season. It's October, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th for this Sunday. And uh, maybe I'll tell more of the 976 stories. So X was amazing. By the I heard way. it was good. Oh, so good. So good. Oh, you know what I watched last night? What? I love movies about time travel and I love horror movies. And I watched a movie called Totally Killer on Amazon that just came out. It was so good, though. Was about, it? It's about a teenage girl, Kieran Shipka, uh, goes back in time to solve a series of killings. And she interacts with her mother and her friends and her dad as teenagers. And it's very self-referential. They mention Back to the Future. Like, it was a very fun time travel mixed with a horror movie. Like, it was a delight. It was one of the most joyous movie experiences I've had in a while. Highly recommend I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Runs out. So it's a horror comedy. Yeah, it's a horror comedy, but it's very self-referential. She travels back to 1987. Nice. Very, very totally. funny. Yeah. Yeah. So have a great weekend, everyone. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Bye. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.